Welcome to Kitchen Table, candid conversations about sex, relationships, and being human. I'm Brittany Castro. I'm Nick Anthony, and today we're playing a game. Yep. Get ready. Mm-mm. Hey, Nick. Hey, Brittany. So what are we doing today? We are playing Esther Perel's Where Should We Begin game. Yes. So this was Nick's idea. Mm-hmm. I've never played this. You've played this once. I played this twice. Twice? Yeah. You played it on a first date. Nick yeah. played this game on a first date. I, I did. It was good. We had at least like three people had to, uh, come up to us who were servers. Like, what are you guys doing? This is your first time meeting. You're playing this game. <gasps> That's so cool. <laughs> like we told, told them who Esperel was. And Esther. Esther. Esther Perel. Esther. Yes. Love her. Love what she embodies. Love the mm-hmm. advice she gives. She is an amazing, amazing uh, human, human therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, like insane. And just to be clear, like this isn't an ad. This is just <laughs> something we decided to do. Yeah. So we're not being compensated for playing this game on this podcast. No need. We just thought that it would be really fun to ask each other some really um, potentially deep, potentially sexy questions to see what each other says on the spot and this is our first time playing together yep so here we go the weirdest place i've had sex that's funny because we asked this question to our guests no, we did. Yeah. the no. weirdest place you've had sex wait do i answer this or do you answer we could both answer actually well, i think one of us should the weirdest place i have had sex i'm pretty yeah i need like bedding that's like my jam. But the weirdest place I've ever had sex was in my dark room. In this house? In this house. Were you young or were you? 17. Oh. Yeah. It's a and, little... and people were home. Whoa. Yeah. 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 That's sexy. That's right. <laughs> well, I think I've shared this before. Mine was on a river. Yeah. Yeah. I was 21, 22. And it was my ex. And I think we smoked a joint. And then we had really wet. And kind of splashy sex. I mean, it was so novelty. Like, it wasn't, like, enjoyable. Like, we were fucking in a tube. A, fl- a floaty? It was a tube. It I, was don't, a, with, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't even get the... We each had our own tube. Okay. And then I kind of jumped, like, on his tube. and Or maybe he jumped on my tube. I think he might have been on top. And he was, like, fucking me. Yeah. yeah that's and it was splash, splash, splash. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearer now. It's clear. You get it? <laughs> I don't okay, get it. You pick a question. Uh, which, which pile should I pick? You point. Pick that pile. A relationship I need to let go of. Oh, that's really personal. Mm-hmm. I have let go of relationships. Yes, you have. And so I've let go of quite a bit of relationships or definitely distanced myself Mm -hmm. from people. I'm not going to get specific because we're on here, but I will say that I have let go of some. And honestly, it's more me about considering what I want to integrate. Yeah, I have done some distancing. I'll just say familial distancing Mm -hmm. a little bit because that was just what my mental health needed at the time. Yeah, I don't think that I have any other like relationships that are toxic or that are, what does that even mean? But yeah, you know, that but, word that we love to use, but you know, I, I think that I've been really clear on the people that I want in my life. Yes. And um, yeah, so that's my answer. Yeah. Like I feel the same mm-hmm. also, like I let go of situations. I don't really surround myself with people who are uh, feeding me mm-hmm. or who are actively doing some level of like work on themselves and able to own their shit. Like I, I'm in a phase now where it's just like, you ain't showing up for yourself and you ain't showing up for me. Like, mm, I'm good. What are we doing here? I'm good. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. 
the celebrity I'd want to play me in a movie. Hmm. So what celebrity would you want to play you in a movie? Oh, what's uh, Steve Urkel? What's his Steve Urkel? <laughs> nah, but like the actor, what's his name? Jamal, Jamil or Jamal White? I think it's Jaleel White. Jaleel White? Jaleel White, yeah. Really? He's me. Boom. Rock it up, bro. Interesting. Yeah. Like we have similar vibes facially. I think you do a good job. See, all I think of him is Steve Urkel. And I'm like, you're not Steve Urkel. Nah, you'd be like, that's Stefan playing Nick. Stefan. <laughs> Stefan Urkel playing Nick right Family there. Family Matters. Who knows what we're talking about? You have to be born probably before like 1990, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was the beginning of the... Oh. <laughs> TGIF. <laughs> it's a rare condition. <laughs> Okay, celebrity I'd want to play me. I'm so not in celebrity world right now. Sandra Bullock is who comes to he- my he- mind because when I was younger, yeah, and I don't know if y'all gonna like be like what. When I was younger, on a weekly basis, people used to tell me that I look like Sandra Bullock. Really? Yes, like weekly. Yeah. Like I worked at Kmart. You know, I'd see a lot of people and customers will come up and they'd be like, you look just like Sandra Bullock. And I was like, I know, I don't see it. Like the net probably just came out around that time. Right? <laughs> or speed. Yeah. It was speed. Speed. Because she totally had the short hair and I had the short hair. That was her first jam. And I, then I think it was the net. Maybe. But yeah, that's what comes up. The other person that comes up, and I don't look like her, but it just I'm just going with what came up, like more word association, yeah. is Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Why not? She was like my crush for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a lot of people's crushes. Yeah. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. My experience with death has been. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what has your experience with death been? Okay. Let's talk about it. We're you're, here. You're up. To do the hard things. Oh, fuck. It's my <laughs> So go ahead, Nick. I'm also an um, too. Okay. My experience with death. I haven't had a lot of experience with death, I'll say. Part of me talking about it feels because there's a part of me that like that witchy energy gets like superstitious. So I was like, I don't want to talk. Speaking about it into existence. <laughs> like it's going to make it happen. Yeah. So yeah, so that's like freaked out. But yeah, that's manifesting and all that kind of stuff is <laughs> there's a way that it goes and you can absolutely still talk about things. And yeah. I'm just saying that for myself right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay to talk about these it's things. All right. I don't have any of my grandparents anymore. They have passed. I wasn't extremely close with them. And um, yeah, like I've witnessed it more secondhand of like, you know, people ha- like that I care about have people that have passed mm-hmm. and have held space and have what, mourned with them and, and grieved in that way. But I haven't actually had a lot of experience in that way. I have fears around losing people and things around that, but I haven't had, I would say like direct experience yeah. and just an experience in myself and my own death. It's not necessarily something that I have a big fear about. You know, my biggest fear is around you and we've talked about this a lot and that really is just my attachment stuff. Yeah. And I've been able to do work in therapy around that and to recognize that I can feel those feelings and not necessarily be toppled by them. Yes. <laughs> that is the theme of life right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not to get toppled by our feelings. What about you? My experience has been similar just yeah. in the space of losing family, most recent things, grandmother. I've shed tears in those spaces. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's always weird, like going to a funeral and reconnecting with family and enjoying that aspect of it, you know, yeah. like I haven't seen these people in so long. Why does it take a death in order for us to reconnect? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in terms of my own mortality, it's like, it'll happen. I mean, I just, you know, my main fear about it is just like suffering and having it being like clean. Like I would 
prefer to go out in my sleep, you know, if that's a choice, which it isn't. <laughs> but uh, that's just my overall bearing on it in this moment. Mm. Like it happens and I try to ground myself as much as possible around mm. it. Now that I feel nice and uncomfortable, <laughs> let's move on. It moves through that wonderfully. <laughs> Thank you. The book I recommend most often. Okay, what about you? Darker Shades of Magic. <gasps> it's going to be mine. Yeah, I've like bought that whole series for uh, a friend of mine most recently and like she, mm. she like loved it. Like, it's just so good. So good. Swept me up. So good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just say I got lots of books. Lots. So I would say I'm going to more go the, the nonfiction tip for this, even though mostly I read fiction these days because it's my happy place. So I would say The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is amazing. I would also say, oh, Nonviolent Communication Ooh. by Marshall Rosenberg. I'll just keep going. I'm just going to say those two. Go get them and read them. <laughs> Immediately. All of them. ASAP. Okay, you're up. And this is fun. You're welcome. Oh, this is a sexy question. Sexy question. During sex, uh -oh. the world melts away when? I'm coming. It's a very straightforward answer. Like, <laughs> yeah. When I'm, I'm going to go deep for that I mean, one, Esther. Come on. <laughs> I mean, when I'm orgasming like, <laughs> and when I'm, uh, yeah, and after. Yeah. Like if I've had a really, because my orgasms tend to last a really long time. Thank you, Tantra. <laughs> For real. I mean, they mm -hmm. last probably twice, three times, sometimes four times as long as before I got into Watch out now. Tantra. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I also know how to like work with them mm -hmm. and be with them so that they expand. And we're just going to talk about this for a little bit because I know people are like, wait, what else? For a long time before I was able to connect with my body in that way, my clit would get like sensitive. I'd be like, okay, no more. Like it would tickle yeah. or it'd be so sensitive. Like that never happens anymore. Mm -hmm. Like my orgasm stop in some ways because I'm just like, okay. <laughs> That's enough of it. Like, like, cause I just know how to keep, and I've always like, I've been, not always, but for a long time, I've been able to like come kind of on command, mm -hmm. which sometimes I also do when I'm like, pleasuring myself sometimes really? yeah it's more like self-pleasure mm -hmm. like when i'm i have um no i do i do this like tantric masturbation practice yeah. and there was a time when i feel like it had something to do with like trauma releasing in my body where every time i did this like one like mudra move we would say i would sneeze more than once and i'm not like a multiple sneezer no like i'd be like hachu Achoo, achoo. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I've been sneezing really intensely lately. That's been feeling so good. Unctuous. Yeah. I was just also thinking about how much achoo sounds like a Jew, like for some reason. Oh, gosh. It's like, wow. Achoo, like, achoo. Like, you can't slow that down. You gotta say Yeah, fast. you gotta say fast. Gotta make sure that we're... Automatopia that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I yeah. love that word. <laughs> okay. We digress. What, during sex, what were about you, Nick? The world melts away when when there's weed connected like vibes happening. Like Did when you say I weed, yes, when like I, marijuana, marijuana, got smoking it, smoking weed and then connecting and like it's oh. just something that help happens. Like there's a melting that happens in that space. But mm. like I feel like I don't want to be like you know penis and vagina in this moment. But like first insertion, like just like that. You can be penis and vagina. That's your experience. You're I, not putting it yeah, on other people. Yeah, this is true. So yeah, my the world melts away when your cock when my cock goes into, into a, a beautiful a beautiful pussy. pussy yes, yeah, that, that is. Mm. Word. That's beautiful. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is fun. This is really fun. My relationship to my body is hmm. you first. My body. This has been a journey for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've moved through some iterations and some like self-hating moments of mm -hmm. my body. Mm -hmm. This is the most subtle I have felt 
in this body. But there's still moments where I'm just like, ah, oh, I wish. And going past the mirror being like, hmm, I wish this was a little, little different. But there's stuff here to work with. I like this person I'm looking at in the mirror. My body right now is in a good space. I feel uh, proud, connected, strong in this body right now. I love that. Yeah. I have always had a pretty strong relationship with my body. Mm-hmm. A fact that surprises me. When I was growing up, when I was in my 20s and my teens, like I never actually had a lot of body insecurity. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is that my body kind of fit conventional standards. And so I will absolutely speak to that, right? That kind of privilege of like fitting into a particular mold yeah. that was supported by society, right? And I know a lot of people that also had that kind of body type and did not feel good about their bodies, mm-hmm. right? Because of so much of conditioning and what's put out into the world of how we should look. But for some reason that skipped me, I didn't get that. And so I remember, you know, when I like always just really loving my body and loving how it looked. And there has been times, like I would say in the past, maybe like five, six years as you know, I'm getting a little bit older that, you know, there was a moment where I was like more focused on like having like a tighter belly or now I'm like, I love my round belly. I think she's beautiful and I love my pussy. And, you know, I am very deeply connected to my body to, I mean, it's the work that I do. It's, I connect with how my body feels on a regular basis. I feel into my body so deeply. Mm -hmm. And so I am so grateful of my, I want to like touch my body right now. Give myself a hug of my body. Right. I've also, you know, I had the fortunate chance and luck and privilege to start practicing yoga when I was 22 years old. And I, you know, kind of fell into that and then teaching it a year after. So this is actually, this year is my yoga anniversary of 20 years practicing yoga. And so that's a big piece of it, of being so embodied Mm -hmm. is... I've been moving my body mindfully with breath and awareness for the past 20 years. And thank God for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do it it now because later it's going to be harder. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. A story about me. I hope my kids will tell. Oh, that's really funny. That's really funny. You probably recently heard our podcast about how we're child free. Hello. This is not all inclusive to people that are choosing not to have children. But we can imagine. I don't want to imagine. I want to be in the reality of the fact that we don't, we've chosen not to have kids. But we can skip this one. Yeah. I'm skipping that in resistance (laughs) of not everybody has kids. Don't assume. I'm not lying when words come out of my mouth. Because I'm not a good liar. Oh, man. And if I do, I, I mean, integrity is so important to me. Yeah. And so even like, as I say that, I'm like, is that true? Is that a lie? Is that true? <laughs> I try to, to be truthful as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been little fibs here and there, but for the most part, when words come out of my mouth, I'm not lying. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Preach. Take that. Preach. <laughs> Let them know, Britt. Let them know. How about uh, you? I'm not lying when I say I love my work. Mm. I'm not lying when I say my, I love my work. I love connecting with people. I love not knowing where I'm going to be the day before I go to go someplace. It's just like I get in there, I connect with people, and it's just it's all good. Like I'm just really good at just uh, moving in the spaces, talking to people. What's your work if somebody doesn't know? I'm a photographer. Yeah, yeah. And what is your a lot of the book that, the, that you do? A lot of my work is uh, wedding photography, mm-hmm. and I love being present for people's peak happy. And uh, also, oh, peak happy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And also, it's just, uh, I don't know, just a sensation of uh, just being present and witnessing like love 
even the more shittier weddings, love is there. Sometimes it's hard for people to fully embrace that intimacy and they, they'll do things to kind of get in their own way. Yeah. But um, nah, it's really, really special moments. I love me some finger foods <laughs> and some Sprite all day long. Like, oh my God. People try to feed me like, get you some drink. You want a drink, man? I'm like, no. I'm like, give me some Sprite. Give me some soda. Like, that's all I'm drinking today. Like, I want these. Images. That is not, first of all, that is not all you're drinking. You better be drinking water. That's all I'm drinking. Pure soda. That's it. Pure sugar all day long. We are not a sugar household. We are not a, well, that's not true. Next not week, sugar. We are not a soda household. We, yeah, we be. You I, get some root beers every now and then. I do it in very limited spaces. I cannot be, don't give me a bulk of like soda, a root beer, because I would devour it in like two <laughs> days. It makes me want a root beer float. It's delicious. Mm. That sounds so good right yeah. now. That sounds we should, so, we should make them. I want a root beer right now. Root beer float. No, we have to do this <laughs> podcast. I'm, uh, okay, here we go. Oh my God. I love this question. Good ones. Go. Oh, I'm so excited by this question. The worst kiss I've ever had. <gasps> Boom. Oh, I got it. I got, oh, Ooh. if you're feeling like a little nauseous, don't listen to my story. I haven't had a bad kiss. Seriously? I've had sloppy kisses, but I- Well, I've, the worst one. It doesn't I've, say bad. It just I've says been, the worst. I've enjoyed them. I cannot recollect or connect with a kiss that I was like, what the fuck was that? Nick, no, oh, never again. Like four. No. Like really? That de- de- journey for me, like just wow. the act of putting my lips to someone else's has been such a goddamn gift to me. Because <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm a late bloomer. I was not that kid in school. I was awkward. It was, I had moments. It was just like, oh, but when it came, I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm down for this. This is great. Yeah. I, I've never had like a shitty experience. I was going to say, I've probably kissed a lot more people than you. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I'm pretty and sure that, I have. And that's all good. Yeah. I probably, my kisses are probably in the hundreds, I would say. Hey, I don't really <laughs> have a number at this point. Like, at one point I was like keeping score, but my interactions, I was yeah. just like, no, stop. Like, I was just like, it's a healthy amount. Mm. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that recently. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to share my number on here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Not right now. You just said hundreds. So, you know. No, kissing. Oh. Just kissing. Oh, that. Gotcha. 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 Just kissing. Gotcha. Like literally just making out because I, you know, cheese to the boochies. Yeah, I didn't have sex. <laughs> I didn't have sex. So I was like eighteen. Well, that's not true because our definition of sex has expanded. But I have, did not have penetrative sex until I was eighteen. And so, you know, I did all the other things, which is also sex. Yep. But the, you know, when we're younger, it's like, oh, lose your virginity, which is bullshit. That it's don't count. Really. That one thing yeah. don't count that I did that don't count. Yeah. But um, but no, I kissed lots of people, mm-hmm. especially in high school and in college. Oh yeah. God, college. Poof. Yeah. Smooching away over I there. think in my the freshman year of college, I made out with at least like 25 people. Check you out, fancy yeah. pants. I mean, and that was, we're, some were more than make out. But in this moment, we're specifically looking for. Oh, I got it. I'm going to give you a couple. worst kiss you've ever had. I'm going to give you a couple since you didn't give one. Oh yeah. I got plenty. So I'll give two. (laughs) The first one was my second kiss. I was 15 or six. I think I was 15 years old. If you're like squeamish, especially around like spit and stuff, I would not listen. I would not listen. If my partner is listening to this, he does not like his little squeamish around that. Like, don't listen to this. You know who you are. Okay. So we kissed. And we were on the street, like we were, you know, just like standing on the sidewalk. I can literally see us. And we kissed and it wasn't a lot of like lip tongue pull away, lip tongue kiss, lip tongue kiss. It was just like mouths are locked and tongues are moving. And oh God, it makes my throat. Wound up having like a small, like, you know, those little Dixie cups full of saliva in my mouth. I don't know how it happened because I have had many kisses. Just spit. 
but how did it come a comfort? Like you swallow, like mm, I just yeah, don't understand that. how I got that much of this person's saliva in my mouth. He was drooling a lot. It was fucking disgusting. He and was thirsty for he you. Was, we pulled away and I was like, oh my God, I have this. <laughs> I have all this saliva in my mouth. It is warm and disgusting. Uh, and I had to swallow it. Oh my God. Because what the fuck else was I going to do? What happened after that? Like pulling back. Was that like his facial expression is like, I don't remember because it, I was in my own disgusted, like, I just had to swallow a cup load of someone's spit. I, know, I would way like rather, you... I'd way rather swallow someone's cum than a cup full of someone's spit. Let's, let's be get, clear. Get into it right here. Get into it. Let's be clear. <laughs> Give me that cum. The mm. levels of that though, that is, it's such a fascinating thing in terms of like swallowing period, like to be okay with this, but that to be okay with that. What do you mean? They're all thing? bodily fluids. Yeah, but and when it comes to the heat of the moment and passion and like going down on people, it's just like you're not some some you're gonna get splash splash. Ooh, well yeah, that's like, fine. You're catching it. You're catching it, and it's like word. But a cup full of warm saliva, like just sitting in my mouth, that I have to either it is spit different. it out or swallow. <sighs> yeah, that's different. That was my worst kiss ever. Okay, I just got it right there. Yeah, imagine that. It was disgusting. That's not fun. But then I have a more recent one. Oh no! <laughs> like like within the last couple of years. So Bro. so I had a really great date with this person, uh-huh. right? And it was 2019. I think I went on like 20, uh, not, again, it was in the 20s, like 23, 24 first dates in 2019. Mm-hmm. Get it. I know. Well, I was actually looking to like be in a more like significant relationship. Yeah. And like, I, I was just like, no, it no, wasn't no, no. And so I actually had a really great date with this person. And I had this thing where I would like be like, okay, like hang out in my car. Cause I, I would be like my car make out. Brit's move. It's my move. We listen to music and then we make out. And so <laughs> that was what happened. Like we started to kiss and I straight up, I was like, does this person have a tongue? Like I could not find his tongue. It was just like tight lip. Nothing against people that might not have tongues. No, but this person wasn't a big but tongue, I, a tongue swash. I, but like, this is my experience. It was fucking weird. I was like, what is happening? And I liked this person. I was really like excited to kiss them. And then, oh, this preference feels like preference. I mean, I guess. Especially being a few years ago, like this is a grown ass person that has like been moving through. Like the, that the always fi- like who who liked <laughs> the fine tuning of uh, smooches. I mean, you don't always start out. I mean, it, agreed in the strongest place, but like you kind of you learn like, all right, this is cool. You may get some criticism every now and then. I used to be really strong on the bottom lip and someone was just like, that is too much. And I was just like, noted for that person, but maybe not for someone else. No, I could balance that out. I got You're right. That. And I was willing to go out on another date. Yeah. And I think like he felt it too, though. Oh, the I actually spoke to it. <gasps> like what's up? So not that night, but like another, I was like, yeah, like I feel like. Or, What's up with that? But I was willing to like, because I've had I've had some first kisses that weren't like the best, mm-hmm. but I was like, mm, I don't know if I like the style of this person. This was a little strange for me, mm-hmm. but like you know, I've had things of like oh, I don't know if I like this person's kissing style, and then we kissing, and then I'm like, oh, now I do, and I don't know if it's sometimes like people kind of morph into like you know like you morph into each other, yeah, right. But yeah, those were my two. My young worst kiss, oh, yeah. And my more recent worst kiss. Wolf to the wolf. Mm -hmm. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. (laughs) This one's funny. I got bored during sex when? I don't have an answer. (laughs) You don't have an answer at all? When I get bored during sex? When I've gotten bored during sex? When I don't feel connected to the person that I'm having sex with. Sure. 
Yeah. When that connection isn't there, what I think oftentimes that is, is either one of us is in our own heads. Mm. And so we're not actually present. I get me in my own head sometimes. Mm. Like it has to happen a lot recently, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been there. I mean, I think we all can get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? For me, when a dry hand job goes Mm. on too long, I get bored. It's just like, stop. (laughs) It's like, let's switch, switch this up. Like, blue, 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 blue. Get some some moisture up in there, y'all. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. just be like, some people like like that. mm -hmm. I've been with people who like dry hand jobs. Like, any attention my penis gets, I'm like, word, this is great. This is fantastic. But also, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. It goes past a certain point. I'm just like, yeah, let's let's switch this up. That's usually when I'm just like, flip, flop. I mean, I changed the the scenario. I hear you. Don't be given dry hand jobs. No, moisturize the, the digits. Moisturize these drones. I mean, it's yeah. You lubrication is a really important ingredient for great sex. Mm-hmm. That couple spit would have been really useful. <laughs> Full circle disgustiness. Full circle moments. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so great. I could help myself. I that was to. good. I appreciate that. You know, I love a full circle moment. I know. I was, I was like, you know, I love a bringing it back. In my head, I was like, watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. Well done. <laughs> well you. played, sir. Thank you so much. Touché. Stage bow. <laughs> so this was really fun. It was. Yeah. I think we're going to do this again. Yeah. I want to do this with guests. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I want to have a show where we just have like a couple guests and we ask them questions. I'm hearing theme music in the background for some reason. No, that's like a, that's like Price is Right or something. It don't matter. That, that works. <laughs> I was like, I was with you and you just like stopped. I'm dancing now. I'm dancing. <laughs> you like fur. I froze. Jazz, Jazz hands. hands. And that's all, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me at sexually underscore liberated on Instagram and check out my website at brittanypolacastro.com. And now we're on Twitter. Follow us at ktablepodcast. Follow me at Nick Anthony Photo on Instagram and check out my website at nickanthony.com. Editing by Audionauts, music by Greta Hotmer. And like, subscribe, and follow this podcast. Please leave us a review, five stars, if you're feeling generous. It really does help. And share this podcast with someone who might benefit from it. Help us spread the kitchen table love, y'all. Until next time.